Odds are, if it's a scam, Julie has heard of it. Loan scams, email scams, sex extortion scams, immigration scams, job scams, loan scams. She started Scam Alert several years ago and follows the scam trends closely. Right now, bitcoins are huge. Facebook is where Julie sees a lot of scams start. That's where her story started, too. My name is April, and a scumbag stole $200,000 from my sick mother. My family is still dealing with the effects of scammers infiltrating our lives. So in this episode, we're going to cover a lot of ground. Then later, we're teaming up to take a deep dive with Scam Alert on each scam, so you can learn how to avoid it and what to do if you become a victim. Here's Julie's story. Tell me a little bit about yourself, where you live, and are you married? Do you have any children? Yeah, actually, I live in Canada, and I do have three children and five grandkids, and I've been married for 43 years. Oh, wow. I know, the same man. Okay, so tell me how you got started in the scamming world. Well, um, one evening I was online and I saw a Facebook ad for some wrinkle cream. So I didn't actually buy it for myself. I bought it for my sister. It was a trial offer and the trial offer said just pay shipping. And I'm pretty savvy online. So I, I spent a lot of time researching and trying to see, you know, what their terms were, but there was nothing there to say what their terms were. And so I thought, well, you know, I just clicked. Yeah, go ahead and buy it. Another ad pops up. Oh, if you buy this, you can have this extra, you know, trial offer for $5 more. What's 10 bucks? I clicked everything and then um, I got my product. My first concern was that the product seal was broken and I thought, well, that's odd. And then um, I checked my visa and my visa, instead of having a $10 charge on it, had a $600 charge on it, a little over 600 and I thought, well, what's this? And I'm looking to see what the $600 charge is and realize that it's this wrinkle cream that I thought I paid $10 for. So I called my visa and they said, oh, well, they'll put in a dispute and the seller has 45 days to respond. So in that 45 days, another charge came on my visa of the same amount. And by the third month, another charge was there. I searched online everywhere I could possibly find to find a contact information on this company. I did finally get a hold of them. Um, it took me some major digging. And by fluke, um, I actually found the owner of the actual website that I had been scammed on. They were from Ireland. And at the wee hours of the morning, I screamed up like a extremely menopausal, PMSing, angry, angry woman. And I screamed at her until she gave me my number. And, and I swore to them at that time that they were never going to be on Facebook again if I had anything to do with it. And nobody else was going to be scammed by them. So are they still online? Um, there are some of them. What They're very, very tricky. They change the name of the product they don't change the terms and conditions, and you can't see them until you've already clicked pay. Once you've clicked pay, then their terms and conditions come up, and that's where it says you have signed up for this product, and that's why it's called a continuity scam. You've signed up for this monthly product, and there's no place for you to call to say, no, 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 I didn't sign up for this. And they keep billing you and billing you and billing you until you become a crazy person. Yeah, so that's what I did. I became the crazy person that started Scam Alert on Facebook, and one of the fastest growing scam pages on Facebook right now. And I 
just want to educate people and, and warn them about this. But they are there not very often. They block my page, actually. I have my trolls out there that whenever they find them, they bring them to me and then I get rid of them. That's what I'm doing. And when was that again? That was three years ago. So my page is uh, is going to be four years this February. I don't just deal in continuity scams. I deal with every scam that anybody brings to me. Loan scams, email scams, sex extortion scams, immigration scams, job scams, loan scams on a daily basis. Um, I probably get about 50 to 100, depending on the time of the week and the time of the year. This time of year, Julie goes back to the kind of scam that started her journey. We're ramping up into Christmas right now, so we have uh, lots of product scams. They're very, very prominent on Facebook right now. And what you think you're ordering is not what you get, or you don't get anything at all. And a lot of them on Facebook are termed exit scams. Lots of following. They sell a lot of stuff, and then they disappear, and they're gone and there's no recourse. There's nothing that you can do. A lot of the companies change the name 14 to 15,000 followers on there. You go, oh, this must be legitimate. Look at all these likes on here and look at, you know, all these comments. And um, most of the comments are fake. Julie says just by changing the name, they're able to keep the likes and it looks convincing. If you come on my page and you go to the other page that's scamming people, very different comments on the exact same page. So yeah, they're still out there. Uh, North America just went over the two trillion US dollars, two trillion in scams. That's unbelievable. With the federal government bickering over the budget, imagine what we could do with that money. You know, I mean, the US could practically pay off their debt, or at least the interest for a couple of months on their debts. I'd like to see it stopped. I'd like to see Facebook held a little bit more accountable for allowing these. It doesn't matter how often you report some things. It doesn't go against their community standards. Um, Facebook will pretty much never shut down a page itself, um, especially if it's got 14,000, 15,000 followers on it. Even if you can prove it over and over again, Mr. Zuckerberg is making a lot of ad dollars on it, right? So what's his motivation to actually be accountable or be responsible for his world? Now, have they ever threatened to shut down your page? Um, I've had one warning. That's something that we'll talk about. <laughs> like, again, it's probably what put Scam Alert basically on the Facebook map. Um, got death threats sent to me, you know, because of it. So I got a warning from uh, Facebook. As you can tell, Julie's a bit of a firecracker. She's not going to back down from online bullies. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I'm old um, that I just don't care. Like, go ahead and threaten me. Come across from wherever you are, and at that particular time is Bahrain. Come on over to Canada. Come and try and kill me. It's ridiculous. People say, oh, you need to be more cautious. And it's like, people on the internet don't scare me. Maybe they should, but they really don't. But actually, you know, I mean, the more, uh, the more I'm understanding and learning about scams, they're organized. They're actually organized criminals. According to Vice.com, the Black Axe is a highly sophisticated and very brutal Nigerian confraternity, otherwise known as the Neo-Black Movement of Africa, or NBM. And they have massive organizations. The Romance Scammers, which we can touch on um, also, there's the, uh, the Black Axe, and that's just an underground dark web organization, um, which was infiltrated by a hacker, a white hat hacker. He's, he's had over 400 death threats. You know, when he posts his videos, when he posts his information, his voice is disguised, his identity is, is absolutely disguised. And, and again, they're organized. So they would think nothing of taking somebody out if, you know, if we weren't small potatoes. 
What does your husband and your family think about you doing this? In the beginning, I think they were just like, oh, there goes mom again. Um, Because I've always pretty much been a champion of the underdog. I will always, always help people. But now um, my son is in the process of designing a webpage for us. We have a couple of other big players in the scam world. And I just, I think my biggest goal is to actually educate people in a way that they understand the internet and they also understand the lengths that scammers will go to. So I think it's about education, awareness, and just helping people navigate through the world of the internet. One thing we haven't touched on is identity theft. Do you deal with that any? Yeah, actually, I'm just dealing with an identity theft, but came didn't come to my scam page, came from a, another um, page that I happened to be on and just happened to be talking about scam alert and was approached in a private message saying, my daughter had her identity stolen. Like, can you help her? And so actually I'm just working on that with her now. And um, the police pretty much dropped the ball. They just, and I, I don't want to like slam the police, um, but they don't have the resources. They don't have the time. Uh, the law plays a huge role in this because it is on the internet. You know, if a crime originates in England or Russia or China or the Philippines, that's the Philippines police, that's the Chinese police, that's the, you know, the English police. They're the ones that have to do the investigating. So when we report it in our own country, they're just like, yeah, when it's 20 or $30 million, then, then we'll take a look at it. But I think now bringing more awareness to it, things are slowly starting to change. There's a lot more involvement um, with, you know, shutting down revenue, Canada, call centers in India and, you know, and in the States. I mean, it's huge. So your kids and your husband, did they ever worry about your safety? No, like I I live in Fort Knox. (laughs) And I guess, again, um, I think if anybody wants to try and take a son, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. (laughs) Bullies don't bother me. Even as a girl, I used to walk my brother to school when I was four and he was in kindergarten so that bullies wouldn't beat him up to take his lunch from him. But I was a tough little girl and I've stayed a tough little girl. And again, sometimes people need a hand up and that's what I'm doing. I'm giving people a hand up. And so what are you seeing the most of right now? Right now is Bitcoin. Bitcoin scams are huge, huge, huge. And, you know, I had one Bitcoin uh, web domain um, through my investigation was able to find 98 made by the same web design company with the same pictures of all different CEOs, founders, uh, sponsors, investors, same picture, different names. And thankfully, I work with another uh, scam company and they check domains online. And based on our investigation, they reduce trust scores from you know, whatever the algorithm comes up with, 95%, 100%, they reduce it down to 1%. So Bitcoin, another complicated subject. Basically, think of it this way. Digital currency that started about a decade ago. No banks, no cash needed. Hence why scammers love it. But it depends on what we'll call a review in this episode. So that's what Julie goes after. So that's really cool to actually have that ability. In order to get a web page actually removed, you practically need a court order to do so. And that's anywhere in the world. It's the web. So it's difficult to to have these things because for every one that you remove, 20,000 pop up. So just having that there so that people can then go and look and say, oh, that's a scam. That was just that one day within a couple of hours. And um, so Bitcoins are huge. Loan scams are coming up as another one. Romance scams are always 
top of the heap, um, both men and women. A lot of the stuff that's happening on Facebook, because that's pretty much where most of my um, information comes from and where most of my reports come from. Right now, you'll see a lot of um, airline contests. Click on this link and fill out this survey and like and share us. And that's part of that whole like and share um, farming that they do. But what they're doing is they're actually attaching malware just by virtue of you downloading and, and answering those questions. That's what people aren't aware of. Those military guys that people are taking pictures of. If you know how to go and look at the source code of the picture, I got one just the other day and it's got right on there. You know, the source code has been tagged as malware. You download this picture and it's going to download malware. And so people are thinking, well, no, I didn't. No, they didn't give them this information. I didn't give them this information. But just by downloading something, you've invited them into your computer to steal your information, to be able to take over your computer and steal bank information. And once they have that, it's like, I got where they got the word the web from, but the web is a net and it catches things. And that's what the criminals have gotten onto. It's like they can catch a lot in their web. That's a great way to describe it. It is. I mean, it's it's almost like there's that great big spider. That's the organization. Like these people are organized. I get a lot of people saying, well, you know, you, you target Nigeria. And um, so statistically, the U.S. is the largest number of scams being perpetrated in the U.S. But per capita, Nigeria still holds the record. Uh, Russians are way up there on the list. They do a lot of the um, fake shipping, you know, domains. And, and they do a lot of, you know, oh, you've won this prize, but you have to pay this amount to get there. A lot of the federal grant scams come out of Russia. China is huge too, which is really interesting because my understanding is that in China, it's a communist country and they don't have access to the internet. So How's that happening? Um, Probably more than likely in Hong Kong. And North Americans are a huge target. The third largest target are the Philippines. They're very vulnerable people. They're very trusting people. And they're also pretty desperate people. And why do you think the U.S. is such a big target? Because, I mean, number one, it's a huge power, right? So it's, you know, used to be the most powerful country in the world. Still likes to trump itself up, no pun intended, desperate, desperate countries. You know, their people are poor, poor people. And so they look at the image of the U.S. being massive, then all of a sudden they're okay with taking back what they think that we took from them. So you guys are rich. You came into my country. You stole my people. You brought them over to your country as slaves. You owe me. That's an actual mentality that they have. And it's wrong, but, you know, sometimes you can actually see their point on things too, but it doesn't make it right. Maybe we didn't do right, but do two wrongs ever make a right? I think desperation. And interesting though, the majority of the victims are not those really, really wealthy people in the U.S. and Canada. They're actually even below middle class, according to the stats that, you know, we've gathered. And I've seen women who have literally sold their houses, everything, to somebody that they've never, never seen, never met, and will never meet. All they want is your money. They're not interested in love. They could care less about you. They laugh. And I find it really sad, really sad. So what's happening out there and I'd like to see it stop. And like actually what I'd really, really like to see, which is gonna sound really bizarre, I'd just like to see Facebook implode upon itself and, and just be going off the internet out of the world. And I think that the world would be a much better place. Because for the two billion people that are now on Facebook, Zuckerberg thinks that it's about 
250 million that are fake accounts, I think that it's probably closer to a billion fake accounts. A couple of times I've always thought, like, what am I doing this for? Like, I don't even like Facebook and I don't even want to be here. I've just thought I could just go like deactivate and and just be off Facebook completely. If not for the 14,000 people that are following my page that I think I'm helping and they're stuck with me and I'm stuck with them, I guess is a good way to put it too. So, Well, and you've got so much tenacity. We need people like that on our side because, you know, you're talking about the criminals, how organized they are. Well, we've got to get organized too. Mm-hmm. We've got to get organized as a group of people that just say enough is enough and stop buying. And, and, and unfortunately, to stop buying a product on Facebook, which is a huge convenience for us and hurts really legitimate. I'm not saying that every business on Facebook is legitimate. I have a business on Facebook and it's 100% legitimate. But if everybody stopped buying, I'd stop advertising on Facebook. Facebook wouldn't get their money. Yeah, it would hurt the little guy, but there are other social media things that you can go and you can still sell online without having to use Facebook. And I know it sounds like I'm bashing Facebook because I am bashing Facebook. I think that it's it's criminal that if I report a scam page that is selling a product that is not the product and you don't receive it, and Facebook says it doesn't go against our community standards, then something's wrong with your community standards. What community What community are you supporting? Are you supporting the people that are purchasing the things so the ad dollars that you get from that, you get richer, but we get poorer? Is that the community that you're supporting? Because that's what it looks like and that's what it feels like, to me anyway, personally. I don't know how anybody else feels about it, but 14,000 people can't be wrong. So Julie and I are teaming up in a series here on Scammer Stories to share her knowledge. Here's what we're thinking. Moving forward, I'd like to spend some time going over some other uh, scams that are are really prevalent um, and also giving an example of how they're happening, why they're happening, and how you can stop them from happening to yourself personally and maybe sharing that information with someone else. We definitely need to take a deeper dive. We've covered a lot, and I didn't even understand everything you talked about today. So we need to take each topic needs its own time. You know, like Bitcoin, I'm not really familiar with it. So I need to just pick your brain on that. Yeah. And there's like, you know, I've got this poor guy, and he's just beside himself over his extortion um, right now and doesn't know what he's going to do. And it's like, they're going to, they're going to put his pictures up. And I'm like, well, you need to report the blackmail. And here's the steps to report the blackmail. And here's how you do this. And then you need to, Delete the person, block the person, delete the person. That's hard. Well, it's, but it's not, it's a click. I know, but you think, well, how am I going to know if they do it? And all these things cross your mind. Definitely. Whoa, go ahead. If you think that you've captured me naked on film and you want to post it someplace, <laughs> it might increase my ratings. Like it might just incur- would probably scare a lot more people than it will actually <laughs> And they're like, yeah, you've got to kind of laugh about some of the things too that are going on because it's so tragic. There are like really people who have committed suicide over these things. Um, We had a Canadian woman do so. It was absolutely heart-wrenching. And women have gone to Nigeria to meet the man that they believe is a white military officer stuck in Nigeria. Go to marry him. A lady from Australia. She died. Her fake lover killed her took them two years to put it all together and investigate it so it's it's happening 
And it's probably happening more than we actually even realize, you know, like guys are using women as mules in the U.S. They're bringing in money. Where's that money going? It's going to terrorists. That's a fact. Do the stats. Educate yourself about it. It'll blow your mind what's going on out there. Like I said, we've covered a lot of ground and only had enough time to really stick our toe in the water. Julie's a tough cookie, and she has a lot of knowledge to share. She also has the wheels turning on how to help men and women before they become a scam victim, so stay tuned. I've had a lot of interest in ScamCon. I know I said we were going to do it and start small. However, I think to really make it work and worth everyone's time, I need to spend a little bit more time growing the audience on this podcast. Sure, we could get a few dozen people together easily, but we need to go big. And I think it's going to have to be in California. So stay tuned for more information and dates on that. If you have a story you'd like to share, you can email me at scammerstoriespodcast at gmail.com or message me on the Scammer Stories Facebook page. Until next time, Scammer Warriors.